crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. I, yeah, I, the, I, the Binge Watchers podcast is no way, shape, or form sponsored by Boone's Farm, but that would be a killer sponsor to have. Please sponsor. But so yeah. I was telling Jordan, like, he's in this perfect pocket of time where she can enjoy herself and kick back with Boone's Farm because it's cheap, it tastes good, it's very sugary. It's Unlike cheap. Thunderbird, which is a hobo wine, which tastes very alcoholic, but it's not enjoyable to drink unless, like, that's like you're considering, though, like, it's a wonderful life at the beginning of the movie. You're like, I'm on a bridge. I'm going to drink this Thunderbird. It's over with. but And that's the time of the year we're in. People are like, well, I could either go decorate a Christmas tree or jump off a bridge. I'm not sure yet. Maybe the Thunderbird will help me decide. But as far as Boone's Farm goes, and we're recording, by the way, because that's why I'm launching into a tirade. Um, the Boone's <laughs> Farm situation is like this. like It has a bunch of like ridiculous flavors, like blue raspberry. It's almost like Kool-Aid, but with alcohol, right? So then uh, this guy's like, do you want me to put that in a wine bag? I'm like, no, you don't understand, guy. Like, this is not – Boots Farm is not something that you give somebody as a present or, like, you wrap up in a nice little package. You just bite because it's fun, and you just drink it. Like it, But it would almost, like, be insulting to wrap up that shitty-ass wine <laughs> in a nice bag. I'd be like, here you go. Happy holidays. Like, oh, you gave me Boone's Farm? Like, are we at a, like, party, a rave? Like, what's going on? Like, no, it just felt like a Boone's Farm Thursday, you know what I'm saying? Like, but when I turned 21, Boone's Farm was the thing I, I drank because I, you know, I was broke. And it was like, how do yeah. you drink classy Boone's Farm? I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it, yeah. Was, it was the cheap thing to go to. And I, yeah, you're right. So it was like, pay yeah. rent, Arby's, yeah. Boone's rent, Farm. Boone's there you go. Farm. Like, I yeah. need to get buzzed. Okay. Boone's Farm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who remembers Mad Dog 2020? Uh, that is wow i actually don't know yeah oh that's that was like yeah they had flavors that look like or uh colors that look like what i have right here except dave's uh, holding up a costco sized <laughs> amount of orange what juice. is that that's a lot of orange juice. it's like crystal yeah, light jug juice. Juice. Right. yeah <laughs> hashtag jug of juice, <laughs> jug of juice. <laughs> okay we're here to like podcast about something uh yeah. if you're just tuning in we got to start this thing called stocking stuffers, which is if you go back a couple of years, the whole concept was like, what does a friend or a family member get a binge watcher? Because we're like the snobby movie fans. Like, you could pick a really crappy movie to give us in our stockings, and then we'd be really disappointed. Like, I remember getting like uh, one of those fifty cent movies that he gets and pays those actors. Like, you know, he go like fifty cent goes and produces these movies, and he's like, I'll have Robert oh. De Niro in this movie for like two minutes, and then he'll be on the cover with so me, right? Bad. Yeah. So it's yeah. like that, that like, yeah, my mother, my mother, oh, here you go. Here's a, I'm like crime movie with Robert. Oh, okay. All right. That stocking stuffer. So me and Dave are like, Hey, what if we podcasted about these crappy movies that everybody gives us? Cause they don't really know what, what we're into. And, uh, and that would be the thing. So we did that. And then last year we just did like, we reviewed the whole year of podcasting. We didn't do it last year. We're bringing it back. And if you're listening to this in July, I'm sure there's like a holiday somewhere. It's probably snowing in other countries at different times of the year, so in it doesn't Argentina have to be. It yeah, it doesn't have to be listened to during like the holiday season. 
So we're still going to call it an evergreen podcast if we can. But anyway, you know, welcome to part one of this year's Stocking Stuffer special. Dave has drawn four magical titles out of his stocking. And the first one is Real Still, which is about this guy named Charlie Kenton, played by uh, Hugh Jackman. He was a boxer, and then they stopped using real fighters in boxing. This is like in the future, like 40 years or something. Now robots are in the ring. He's a small-time promoter because he can't keep his boxers alive, essentially, if you want to call a robot alive. Can't keep them together. Like, they get knocked apart. He has to get some money, scrounge up to keep his truck on the road and get parts to build new robots. And then, meanwhile, he's having, like, a custody battle over his son that he, I guess, didn't know he had. I don't know. I don't know. Seems to be in denial about everything. But then they get, like, a, a second chance, and they, they put a robot together who's, like, some kind of sparring robot. But then they they put it in real fights i don't know anyway we call this movie the rocky with robots because it's kind of like rocky it's pretty Um, much yeah yeah rocky and over the top (laughs) i've talked so much so somebody else can talk dave if you have any dangerous facts about tonight's stock and stuff you can do that or you can let them continue talking about boone's farm would be could (laughs) also be done um so the director sean levy actually used a mixture of practical effects and cgi um actually at the advice of steven spielberg who felt whenever you can use a real object on screen your eye will adjust more to cgi naturally um if you go back and forth because of course that's what he did on jurassic park um most of the robot fights were actually motion captured by real boxers supervised by sugar ray leonard which i had no idea that's kind of crazy um and uh, actually, we just said that this is like Rocky. Um, actually, one of the nods to Rocky is that the champion robot is Zeus. And in Rocky, the main opponent was Apollo. Well, of course, in Greek, Greek mythology, Zeus is the father of Apollo. So that was their extra tip of the cap to Rocky. Um, despite earning over $300 million, uh, a sequel to Real Still has never not been greenlit, despite a lot of interest from fans and crew. Um, there's actually been some recent talks and rumors um, because Real Still actually was like, got a re- big resurgence last year during the pandemic when it uh, showed up on Netflix. Mm. And um, th- this was actually loosely based off of a short story by uh, sci-fi writer Richard Matheson. And actually, there was an episode of The Twilight Zone based off of that as well and called Steel. So, yeah, this actually was – this is a very long, very different version of a Twilight Zone episode. Mm, okay. Uh, hey, Nikki Lates, you got some favorite bits from this movie? I love Hugh Jackman's performance. He went full-blown – like for this movie, like I know he's dealing with CGI robots, but I felt like he was like dealing with real robots, right? Like I thought his performance was incredible and he went full blown. And I actually love the Rocky tile, Rocky style theme for this movie. I just, I, I freaking love this movie. I thought it was so fun and so entertaining. I love this movie. It was a good one. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think it would choke me up, but it did. Right? Yeah, good, right? Yeah. The whole moment with like Bailey, or is that her name, Bailey? And then she's looking at Max, who's mm-hmm. looking at his dad, Charlie. It just is like that slow motion little moment that oh. just was tugging at the heartstrings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Jordan's referring to a moment in the final fight. Spoiler alert! Whatever. So the dad gets to have like his, in a spiritual way, it's like the dad gets to have his championship bout because the robot loses its ability to listen to their commands. And so he has to shadow box and mimic what the dad is doing outside the ring. 
And so it's almost like the dad is boxing out the the champ robot or whatever. But then yeah, but then the the lady who's like the friend who had like a relationship it's like the lady is the daughter of his trainer, but there's some romance going on there. I, it's the movie suggests yeah. that they whatever had a thing. thing yeah. But yeah, they're <laughs> they're crying. They're crying at the end. And then like the thing that's really like Rocky is uh when he's calling the kid's name in the crowd and then like they're actually cheering the robot's name at one point in the fight, they do that at the end of Rocky. So there's a lot of final mm-hmm. fight stuff in this movie that's like the third act of Rocky. Um for those that are not initiated in how Rocky went down um about a contender movie. Uh I'm just backing up what you said, Jordan, with a little extra. <laughs> Get back. A little extra. Thank you. Yeah. Um boom. So is that was that your favorite bits, Jordan? I would say so. Definitely my right. favorite moment. Didn't think it was going to get me to cry, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the, uh, I guess I'll, I'll go on to my favorite bits. Uh, I have a few. Um, hey, one, I was happy to see Del Taco in the <laughs> in the final fight. Oh somewhere. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'm come from the home of Del Taco, so I gotta. I eat Del Taco. That got me. Um, I'm I'm that guy. Just saying. But yeah. but two two uh, two other little bits uh, that got me is um, you know he's he's finally learning about his son you know his son's like I don't like burgers and there's another moment he just hands him a paper bag he's like I told you I don't like burgers it's a burrito I, I don't know <laughs> that little moment of him like oh he's learning about his son he's getting it yeah um, and then what uh, great writing hey and this season when he tries to give the son the burgers the second time. Guys, we've been banging our heads against the wall a week. Hey, uh, let's give him a burrito. Golden, write that in. This time, give him a burrito. Burritos make everything. And then, and then they got Del Taco. Oh, hey, trivia, Dave. That burrito was also CGI. Oh no! But it wasn't really. Actually, that's good CGI. I didn't know. Wow. Um, But the other moment is um, the. before the main fight, he shows up to uh, the woman's uh, back to their place with the woman, um, Evangeline Lilly. I can't remember the character's name. Um, and she says to him, like, wow, you just drove 1,200 miles for a kiss. Eh, worth it. Worth or whatever. Yeah. He says, worth it. Worth it. Uh, that kind of got me. I mean, uh, like Jordan said, I didn't expect to get that emotional at this. Actually, I watched it and my wife came in like an hour into the movie, not knowing anything that happened before, but she was just sucked in and. <laughs> stood by for the last hour of this movie and got sucked so, up. So she dug you know? it too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, she she was getting teary eyed at the end, <laughs> like Aww. at this robot movie. Oh, for sure. See, and I'm kind of ball humbugging because, like, we just did a bunch of feel good movies, and like, I need a break from the feel good movies, and now we're into the socket stuffers, and they're also feel good movies. So it's like, how many emotional moments can we have here? Uh, Anyway, I thought about putting a really violent movie in, in between these movies. We might need it. Like, I feel like what, the last like, Silent Night, Deadly Night, though. or something. Like, what do we need? Oh yeah, there is violence in the other robot movie we're gonna cover soon, but not yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gosh. Okay, I like the conceptual feeling the movie gives you, but I don't have like a specific favorite part. Like the tone, the whole vibe of the show is entertaining. My favorite fight's actually in the junkyard. When they're first teaching the robot how to fight, and then the kid's like, "Oh, I got a fight arranged. Give me, give me one fight. Let me try it." And then they go to the junkyard and scrap it out, and like the guy's got to pay him a thousand bucks or whatever. Was it the zoo? It's like a zoo. Oh yeah, it's called the zoo. That's what it is. But it looks like a junkyard. Yeah, I thought it was a great scene too. I it was definitely one of my favorites. So we're gonna binge now, binge later, binge never. Uh, Safe bet that everybody else is gonna say binge it now. You're probably right. I'm going to say binge now. Yes, I love this movie. 
Definitely binge now. Dave was going to say that, then he just changed his mind right now because I'm he didn't want it to be true. No, I already, I already knew. Uh, I already had <laughs> Is he a rebel? What's going on? <laughs> no, I'm going to say binge later. Like, uh, I saw this whoa, once whoa. in the theater, kind of forgot about it, um, and watched this. And I enjoyed it while I watched it, but it's kind of like empty calories. I'm like, okay, I enjoy it at the moment, but it's not going to stick with me. It's now. celery? It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's celery. I mean, it's a celery of cinema. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know. That's the only food I can think of that says if you leave the right. empty calories. Well, that's supposed to be negative calorie. I, I'm probably using the term wrong. You know, the calories that you shouldn't be eating, thought... you're just doing because why not? Mm. Whatever those are. I thought that was a great way to put it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I would say binge never, you guys. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. All right. There you go. I just was like, okay, it took me a couple times to get all the way through. It was a little overdone, a little cheesy. So you but... watched this over like multiple times. You know what's funny? You're so nice to the movie. And, and, and then and you're like, don't way, watch this piece like, of shit I, at all. And, and, and bash it. No. And bash it. I, I can't um, wait. Like, I want to hear it your. It wasn't your... for those tearjerker moments. Like, I mm-hmm. told you guys I'm a crier. Like, if I cry at Bachelor, mm-hmm. I, I can cry at this. And they're like, oh, if it wasn't for those really couple moments, you know, I was definitely. I will say this movie ends a lot better than it starts. Completely agree yeah mm. yep hmm. what about you john what are you thinking <laughs> uh take it or leave it so it's a later for me like it's not something i have to watch uh I I've, it's also kind of played out for me like it's a movie it's okay like the first time through or maybe maybe a second time through but like once it's on tv a couple times or whatever and then you catch parts of it whatever you're kind of over it so it'd be a later it'd be a later Hmm. This yeah. definitely feels like a Sunday afternoon on the couch kind of a movie. Like, all right, I, I'm gonna I, go I check on that. my sauce, like, yes, or whatever you know. You like, my kids, on, my you kids know, are running around. I have this. All right, go back check back. the roast. I, I get right. you. Yeah, five yeah. more minutes, real still. Yeah. Oh, so as far as what we can do for our fans, though, if you drop us a five star on iTunes or you make comments about what movies we should review, send us an email, whatever. We're gonna give away like last month's movies. And this month's movie. So that's like a pack of eight movies. Holy we'll God. send you like a box. Maybe we'll sneak a Boone's Farm in there. I don't know if the postman will. Yes, please. Uh, we'll get that through the post office, but we'll try. I think if you send a FedEx. Like, yes, it'll, yes. Uh, do it, do yeah, it. FedEx doesn't check, right? The thing could be on fire. Yeah. It's good. Hey, Nick. So we're doing staff picks kind of funny this month, too, to go along with Sock and Stuffers. So if somebody sent you a movie recently and you cracked it open, you can tell us about that movie. I have this movie. No one can see what it is. You might want to it's tell them at home. Well, <laughs> He's holding up the DVD so we can see what it is. It's called Livewire with Pierce Brosnan. Before, uh, I, I'm at, uh, this was probably like five years before he was James Bond. And goddamn, was he good. And you could see the... You could see him becoming James Bond before he was James Bond. And by the way, this movie is great. He's this guy who is this awesome SWAT like um, guy who like takes out bombs and stuff. And it, it, it's amazing. But anyways, um, sounds like you forgot that. what the movie's about already. Actually, The guy, the, the bad guy literally takes people, he gives them water and then they drink it. And then their body like explodes. It's incredible. Like it's the perfect, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's pretty the perfect awesome. Movie. Yeah, it's, it's uh, awesome. so this is the action movie that people die by drinking. Yeah, literally, the, the like water. Yeah, there's oh, wait, like I'm a, gonna drink this water right now, right? 
Ooh. And there's like an explosive. And then it's undetectable. Oh, and my eyes like get red and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gonna blow up. And then literally they blow up and the bad guys kill people that way. Like it's it's incredible. This movie's incredible. <laughs> I actually um I'm happy Pierce Brosman was not James Bond at this time. I thought I thought in 1996 or 95 he became a better James Bond. I think he wasn't ready at this point, but at the same point, I could see the the like he he's starting to be, become that. You know, I just I love it. This movie was great. Like I had a great time with it. It was the awesomest stocking stuffer. Let me tell you that. Wow, there's a lot of great explosions with dummies flying around. <laughs> know, right, and by the way, '90s dummies, oh galore. And and by the way, no CGI, like all awesome fire effects. It's great. Yeah. Well, hopefully you enjoyed uh, your lesson about Boone's Farm. And next week, we're going to continue with Stalking Suffers by talking about a movie called The Wizard, which is basically a 90-minute uh, Nintendo commercial. But we'll see what Nick's opinion about that movie is. Uh, <laughs> Can't freeze this. He's good. still holding up a DVD that nobody no, can see. I just, if, if no one sees it, I don't care. Yeah, it was good. Wow. Don't worry, I'll hold up one next episode. Though. And he's distracting me from playing the goodbye music. Oh, sorry.